friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. Well, I imagine uh, there's going to be some of your brothers and sisters from the department listening to this. You got any messages for them? Just, I know y'all are going to send it to me. <laughs> I get pictures and texts now kind of stuff every time that, that I'm on the news or anything like that. And yeah, go ahead, make fun. I'm just telling you, what you got? What you got? I, I, I can't get you back today, but I'm, I'll get you back. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he gave you permission. So now you got no, uh, they, they've all got your cell phone number. It, it doesn't matter if I give them permission or not, they're going to do it. So if I go into it like that, it kind of takes some of the heat off. We have more information about upcoming events and all of our sponsors' information at the end of the show. This episode is sponsored by Pouring Glory, located at 1001 Bryan Avenue in Fort Worth, Texas. Pouring Glory is a growler filling station that serves craft beer and food with live music. They've been awarded multiple times for their amazing food, and they have a huge outdoor area for your fur baby, and you can enjoy Dog Park Sunday every weekend from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Episode 138 is something that we've been looking forward to for a very long time. We finally got someone from the Fort Worth Fire Department to sit down with us and just kind of get to know each other. So a quick shout out to all of our first responders at the Fort Worth Fire Department, no matter which firehouse you're at. Thank you so much for what you do. And we really hope that you guys at the fire department enjoy this episode as we get to know one of your public information officers here at the Fort Worth Roots podcast. That is enough talking out of me. Thank you all for being here and please give it up for our new friend, Craig Therachek. Let's start the show. All right, so I'm going to play this for you, and um, you tell me if you can identify who's talking in this message. Okay. Let's see if I got this queued up right. All right, now. Good morning. But you be nice to my Craig, okay? Y'all be good. Don't go telling stories on me. Not any of the really bad ones, anyway. <laughs> That's and, Teresa. Uh, have a good interview. <laughs> I told her, I said, okay, I'm going to play that. And she's like, okay, but you just, you know, mind your manners, what you say. And not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's funny because I listened to, uh, like I said, man, I've, I've never done one of these before. Uh-huh. Uh, it's something I've always wanted to do just to kind of get my feet wet and to say I've done it and, and, and maybe I can learn how to. Well, I'm you know, excited like said, we I've, get to be here first. Yeah, no, I've, I've got a lot of different ideas. And, um, but yeah, so I reached out to her this morning because I was coming in, and so I was listening to her podcast, with right. her episode, yeah. and it was funny that uh, there, were, there were three things, and I called her and told her about that, that I was coming to see you today, but one of them was the polka. I know on her podcast, she talked about the polka, because yeah. I saw in a lot of the stuff that you do, it's all in, in regards to local music and stuff Oh, yeah, like that. yeah, we keep it all forward. And so I've got, I've got three kids and a wife, and a job that usually if I'm in a car when I would typically listen to the radio mm-hmm. I'm, on, I'm on the phone calling people back trying to set up other stuff right. so I, I hardly ever have the radio playing anymore and if I do it's it's like a Pandora type thing mm-hmm. um, and we're on Pandora by the way oh are you okay yeah. cool cool yes anyway. so when you were talking about the local stuff I was like man this is before I talked to her listener episode. Uh-huh. I was like, really, the only thing that I get out to is pol- polka music. <laughs> With my last name, I, I live down in Ennis, and so I was like, man, I, he's probably going to laugh at me, but I'm going to talk about polka music if, 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 if that comes up. And so when I was listening to her episode, she was talking about the polka music, and you, you know, and I thought, man, there, you know, that just it, that was funny how that kind of fit some in connecting fibers. Uh, yes, yes. Well, we'll get into some uh, some polka talk here in a little bit, yeah. but we got to introduce you to our listeners yeah. and say your last name for me so i don't butcher it well so the correct pronunciation is thoracic wow yeah so but when i say that out loud people go huh and then i'll say it again can i try go ahead thoracic yeah close enough closer than most i can't even say it the same way twice (laughs) (laughs) okay okay but uh yeah it's funny when i'm talking to to you know the folks there around town and I, i tell them or I'm introducing myself at whatever event and I tell them tragic because that's usually yeah. easier or right. tragic. You know, they call me all kinds of different words <laughs> as you can imagine on the fire department, but they're like, you're not saying it right. You know, the, 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 the older, the older folks. And I, so I'll say it right. And they're like, there you go. Why don't you say it like that? I said, because when I'm talking to everybody else, 
I've got to say it three, and finally they don't care anyway. Yeah. So it's just kind of a, a joke. When you said it just now, alarms went off in my head. Like you can't say that. Don't even yeah. try. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, you can say it. I've heard it before. But that's why I have people like with you know if it's Dave Smith or sure. Mike Brown, it's you know I don't need it. But yeah. every once in a while, I'm like, please say your name so I don't <laughs> jack that up. Well, and jacked up is another. When, <laughs> when I came through uh, the academy, one of the the the. the officers that was was teaching us through there he was actually over our, our physical conditioning aspect of it all his name was rocky vasquez he, he, he passed away uh, not too long ago but he that was he called me jacked up so. <laughs> well at least you know who's walking up behind you if you heard that right? sure yeah. exactly well i gotta say thank you uh this is something that i've wanted to do for years i had a kind of a, a wish list when i started this podcast i had to get betsy price on we got that one on there and i've been hitting up the fire department and the police department for just as long as sure. I'm sitting up Betsy Price's office. So thank you very oh, much. Oh, man, I'm, I'm pumped to be here. Like I said, yeah. thanks thanks for having me today. Now, and I understand the sensitive nature of it. And so today, folks, I've got a list that we're going to try to stick to. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, we don't do this very often, but uh, people in p- sensitive positions like this, they're going to get a chance to review the episode before we air this. And that's just to kind of make uh, Craig here feel comfortable, make the department feel comfortable, and to make other departments that might want to come on later uh, make them comfortable as well. Well, and just so you know, uh, that was one of the big things for me to come on here because, yeah. you know, without never have done it before, right. I was kind of worried about, okay, they're going to get me saying something that I, sometimes I'll get off on some stuff and it's it's not necessarily the way that it needs, you know, me it's, yeah. it's me and you talking. The way it came out and sometimes is not- Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so sometimes I forget, like, I've got this uniform on and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. so, uh you just being able to to let me you know kind of hear it and and kind of have an approval to yeah. put it out i mean that was a big thing for me otherwise mm-hmm. i don't know to be honest if i would have agreed to to come in here today and, as and, much as i would have wanted and to you do are it. the public information officer so you you know the rules and you're the guy to talk to Cor- for this correct well that's but what they say <laughs> I, but i understand like whenever i was in the military they told us anytime we were going to be in a situation where we might be around media you were allowed to tell them what you had for breakfast and that was it sure like <laughs> Do yeah, not engage the media, and, and that's tough for me because I'm a, I'm, I'm, like I told you, I'm a talker, yeah. And so I'll just get out there and just talking like we're buddies, yeah, and best friends. And next thing you know, I'm like, oh man, have you gotten called in the office yet, Craig? We got to talk. I, well, I have not. <laughs> you know, I stay in that office is, is probably what I what I need to say. But I, I've just always been that way. You, you jacked know? up, and jacked I, up. <laughs> but no, so so what what you got? Okay, all right. So I just. Uh, Following the format here, we were going to do a general introduction, which we did. Uh, what is your position with the Fort Worth Fire Department? Well, so so my rank is 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 engineer. Okay. Uh, so I'm if if I'm out in operations, uh, I'm driving the trucks. Okay. Uh, but like I said, when I took this position, my official title is the public information officer. Right. And so I still have the ability to go back out there in operations and. and and it's tough because when I took this spot, that's what I was doing for the last twenty years. Oh wow! Uh, was, okay. was was on the truck. You were an engineer for twenty years. Well, I, I, a firefighter. Okay. Uh, and I just made engineer probably two or three years ago. Okay. Uh, Is that top time. tier? No, that's just second from. I'm I'm still. What, what's the, the progression low. on the so truck? So you start off as a firefighter, okay. and those are the two that are on the here in Fort Worth. We've got uh, what we call f- uh, minimum four man staffing. Okay. Um, so there's going to be four personnel firefighters. Any, anytime they approach a structure or. Something like that? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. So there's always going to be four four firefighters on that truck. And when I say firefighters of various ranks, but you're going to have the, the two people that are on the back is, you know, when I'm on the back, those are the workhorses. Right. Those were the those were the, the guys that were doing all the work. That's the new guy, yeah, usually? Yeah, so it's the rookies. <laughs> and, uh, but you've got some, some career guys that are that way, too, and they're very valuable to the department because at that position, uh, in, in certain times, they may actually be listened to more so than even the officer that's on the seat. That makes sense. Um, yeah, they've so, got the seniority. Yes, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of cool to have. Uh, so you, firefighter, and then you've got engineer or driver, mm-hmm. uh, which I still like. Firefighter sounds way cooler than engineer. <laughs> um, but they're, but they're the ones driving the truck, and then you've got an officer on every truck, and that officer position it may either be a lieutenant or a captain. Okay. Um, so the lieutenant's kind of the 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 boss of the truck, uh, and then the captain if he. If he's there, you know, in some of these different stations, you may have one or the other, depending on if it's a single company station, which house is one truck, mm-hmm. or a double company station, the house is two or, or more. Um, but so the lieutenant's kind of in charge of that truck for the day. Mm-hmm. And then at some of these stations, if there's a captain, they're kind of in charge of, of 
the station as a whole. Okay. So some stations have captains every shift at a double company station. Some have maybe it's just one captain at a single company station. So I don't I don't want to you know no get, I get love confusing it. Uh, I love it. to it. But uh, now is that kind of Fort Worth specific or is that just how it works in just about every? That's, that's pretty much every department. Some yeah. of these other departments may not have a, a lieutenant rank or they might not have a driver rank or anything like that. But I mean there's there's somebody's got to be the boss, right? And yeah. there's got to be somebody that for that boss to tell what what to do and what right. needs to get done. Somebody's got to so, organize all the sure. logistical portions of it. And so everybody that's going to tell you, all in the truck is going to tell you that theirs is the most important. <laughs> yeah. But but really it all goes back to those, to the people that are putting hands on the patients and they're, they're dragging the hoses off. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it really kind of, when we got on the job, that was what we got on the job to do. Well, um, and if you ask somebody and they tell you they got the most important position, they're not lying to you because it doesn't sound like that team could work with any one person missing. Yeah. And it, it's a team thing for yeah. sure. But when, when, you know, things aren't going on, everybody's <laughs> running their mouth. Uh, <laughs> about how, how special they are so so how long have you been uh in in fort worth for the uh fort worth fire department so june will be 20 years okay uh, this coming up june and is that where you started your firefighting career yes sir oh, yeah okay. before that i was doing various jobs uh but uh there was actually i was doing heat and air conditioning for a brief period of time yeah and there was a gentleman that was getting taking the test to try to get back on the job so you've always enjoyed being hot and uncomfortable with your profession <laughs> well and it's funny man because it, it here in texas that heat it sucks right <laughs> and, and here i am you know uh but no it's 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 been awesome i mean i, I get cool. very passionate it, I, I love i love this job yeah seems exciting uh and i you know just in the few uh interactions i've had with the local uh fire department folks uh everybody seems to really enjoy what they do. Oh, absolutely. It's strong, yeah, it's, it's one of it's the a large family, but it's a strong family. It, it really is. Um, but yeah, it's one of the few careers to where people really genuinely just love coming into work. Yeah. I mean, if you if you take a couple of days off and you've got to, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, what am I missing up there? What They're going to get something good and I'm going to be off. Right. You know, the, 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 the big fire. We always talk about the, the, the career fire that you only get, you know, once in a lifetime. I, I don't want to take off because I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss being able to say that I was there and all that kind of stuff. We've so. had some incredible fires lately. And and it seems like you might have had some career fires back to back over the last few months. Yeah, I mean it's been, uh, you know, and that's kind of the tough part. Now that I've, I'm in this position, I'm not, I'm not the one out there getting dirty and, and doing all the good stuff anymore. Right. Uh, but yeah, Fort Worth as a whole stays pretty busy. It depends on what day of the week you look at it. But we're either the 12th or lar- 13th largest, you know, city in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so we stay pretty busy fire wise with all the old historical stuff, the older homes. Uh, you know, that keeps us busy. Usually code and stuff like that with all the new construction we have coming in um you know it was there put there for a reason to to prevent fires right um and so there's not you know every year uh sometimes it seems like it's it cycles but we we, overall we stay very busy yeah Uh, that's what i'm saying um and then this is the last icebreaker question i got (laughs) for you and we we just rolled right into this right off the beginning but uh it, the question is, where's your favorite place to catch live music? But I bet there's not a whole lot of polka places. So where is polka in Fort Worth? Well, so polka, I'm really not sure, to be honest with you. Like I said, I still, to this day, I live in Ennis. Okay. Two-thirds of my life. I tell everybody, you know, a third of our lives in the fire service is yeah. spent up at, at the station uh, and things like that. I'm, I'm still talking like I'm still there at the station. But um, but I still live down in Ennis, born and raised down there, and we've got... There's Sokol Hall, KJT, um, KC Hall, uh, SPJST Hall. Are you so listing all these, off all polka places? I, well, these are all halls that usually, especially oh, when I was okay. growing up, yeah. uh, they would house and they'd, they'd be polka bands. People get married, they've got polka music. Uh, the bands would come in on the weekends and everybody's dancing. And have, I mean, so that's that's how I grew up. So mm. I would say, yes, they are polka places. What's they, they wild do about things. this is... I've been in Texas my entire life. I've never been exposed to polka. Well, ever. so I've got a treat for you coming up Memorial Day. Okay. Here coming in May is uh-huh. the National Polka Festival <laughs> there in Ennis. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and in uh, <laughs> the, the town of West, they have West Fest down there. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think if there's this. I've got family that would shoot me right now if they knew that I didn't know off the top of my head. <laughs> well, if so I remember to two, look it up, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, those are, those are two uh, big polka events uh, here. Wow. Pretty local. So do you have a, a place around here that you'd like to catch live music? Well, like I said, I don't spend a lot of time outside okay. of work. Yeah. Uh, here specific in Fort Worth, don't yeah. shoot me. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I've, like I said, I've got a I've got a family back home that I like to get to as, right. as, as often as possible. Uh, but yeah, I'm down for if, if there's polka music, no matter where it's at, I'm down and I'll be dancing around <laughs> and and uh, 
having a, having a blast. Question two in our list, your professional journey. I wanted to talk about your career progression and kind of the training that's involved with that. Okay. So where did you get your start? So, like I said, it was it was that gentleman that I was doing heat and air conditioning with that was trying to get me to come on to the fire department. And I was, you know, I wasn't one of those people that had generations of, of family members that were in this fire service. And right. I was like, man, that's kind of, that's too cool for me. I'm not, yeah. I'm not that guy. I'm just, you know, going out there and kind of doing my thing. I just, I'll go with you, but there's no way, you yeah. know? And so we went up here and we tested together. Uh, it's like a recruiting event or? Yeah. So, so usually every year and we just had ours for, for 2023. It, it's not a specific date every year. It comes back down to budget and things like that. Right. Uh, but we just held our last test. It's a civil service exam on March 8th. Okay. Uh, so just a couple of weeks, you know, about a month ago. So if they missed March, did you say March 8th? Yeah, if they if they, they missed miss March they 8th, wait. yeah, they've got to wait until we decide that, you know, through people's retirements or if we've got new stations or right. things that are being built around the city, uh-huh. then they'll come back and they'll establish the next one. Probably not a high turnover rate. It's not. Like yeah. I said, man, everybody loves their job. Yeah. So when, yeah. when people, we are here for a career. Mm-hmm. It, it is very few and far between that we actually have people leave from the fire department and, and, and that's just not specific to Fort Worth I mean it's I, I tell everybody especially when we're doing hiring and other places are hiring it's the best job in the world yeah it, you know there, there are some departments that are better or, or worse than right. others but as a whole man it's it's awesome that's awesome so, uh, so how old were you whenever you walked in there for testing well, so that first time, I didn't get on the first time, right? So Does I was anybody? Right out of high school. Yeah, there, there's some people that do. Uh, I unfortunately was not one of them, but I, I got on a lot quicker than there, there's there's tales of some old guys that had left some other departments that they were there for 10 years and already had risen through the ranks and they just wanted to come here to Fort Worth to yeah. be on the fire department. Uh, so that first time, I was right out of high school. Um, and like I said, had the opportunity. And for me, it was good probably that I didn't make it that first time because yeah. I wouldn't appreciate the job the way that I do now. So there was about a five-year gap. I was back in construction doing different things with the phone company and uh, came back and tested again. I, I Working with the phone company, I started out outside. I'm kind of a hands-on guy. And then they shut my division down, and they put me at downtown office in a cubicle uh, <laughs> And I was like, this ain't going to work. Yeah. I can't do this. The people are great, but I, this ain't me. And so I was telling everybody back then, still kind of naive to the fact of how difficult it is to get on to the fire department. I was like, right. I'm going to go back and I'm going to be a Fort Worth fireman. You know, I don't know why Fort Worth, I guess just because I'd already tested there. Yeah. Um, and thank goodness, you know, went back and took the test the next time that it was offered and did good enough to get on. And nice. here I am. Nice. So, but the, that, that little gap in between, like I said, for me was – uh, was probably a good thing. So I know. I know it was a good thing. So you pass the test. Pass the test. You get a call or a letter. How's that? Yeah, work? you get a call, and you know, there's there's emails and things that get sent out, and I'm laughing because my memory's so bad compared to what it is now. Back then, we started rookie school. I think it was June 9th, and we graduated November 19th. So somewhere in okay. November. So it was about a five month uh, long academy. Wow. I think now we're it's close to almost nine months. Are you going home every night? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What kind of training do you go through in rookie school? You know, they start out and it's, uh, you know, obviously there's physical conditioning. Sure. Uh, to make sure that you're able to do the job. Um, Running up the, a bunch of steps. Steps and levees. And, you know, this was back at the old training center uh, that was there uh, just north of downtown before we had a new facility there at Bob Bolin. A lot of running, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and long running. I played soccer since I was four years old and I was used to kind of the sprints, this long running. <laughs> I'm not a runner, as you can yeah. see. Uh, so a lot of that. And then it, it's kind of cool because you get different people coming in with different backgrounds. Uh, and you're all going through this experience together, right. you know. And so you've always will have that bond, even though all these other firefighters are around you throughout your career. When it's somebody that goes back to your classmates, uh-huh. you've always got that bond of kind of coming out as a brand new rookie and big eyed and, and, and just going through that experience together. Yeah. Uh, you know, you go through a lot of EMS training uh, like i said here in fort worth you you've got to be an emt basic uh right. n- not to get on the job but once you get out that's our minimum mm. uh, once you're on the the fire truck have like a you. window of time you got to get it well so you, you you get all that going through rookie school oh okay yeah so okay. so fort worth outside of some other departments the good thing uh with us is when you get accepted into the academy after you take the, the test you start getting a paycheck mm-hmm. and so we they, they you get paid to go through the academy um to come out as a four firefighter that's excellent if you're lucky at the end yeah. you know there, you do lose some folks from time to time um and then just the fire 
you know the fire aspect of it all is that where people start washing out you know i mean for the most part i would say especially back then when they when they took that test Mm -hmm. they kind of knew what to expect um you know and it's not fire department specific i think the way that the world is it's it's just different different folks coming into different professions and not it's just a different world we're living in um and so now people uh I don't think they're so hardcore. This is what I went. Like I said, I didn't have a clue. Mm-hmm. And in fact, uh, the first day I came home from the academy, uh, two things I ghost, and I know you, this isn't on your ghost and airplanes scare me to death. Okay. So my first day coming <laughs> home from rookie school, I left the phone company. Great job. Okay. And they told us at the end of that first day, they said, oh, by the way, tomorrow morning you're going to witness an autopsy. And I was like, oh, that's. All right, I came home and I told my wife, I said, this may be my last day. No I don't know how I'm going to do, uh, you know, walking into that ME's office and, and having to witness that stuff. And, of course, I get put in front row, <laughs> you know, and so I'm- Somebody s- knew. Oh, yeah. yeah well, and I, I know I wasn't the only one, but I was the yeah. only one who knew how I felt about stuff. And front row and, you know, you've got the mask on, so all the splash- stuff so you know and so i'm sitting there and this is like a full-on they're weighing every organ oh yeah doing yeah it's, all the, it's uh oh. it, it's it's crazy i don't want to get into the, no i'm getting dizzy thinking about it yeah we can glaze over that but uh <laughs> but yeah so i was like man you know and, and kind of seeing that and it was almost like so surreal like something off the movies that it didn't bother me the way that i thought it might uh. and then so you get out the door and you hit the ground running and you realize okay i can do this yeah know? so that's did, now at that stage did you get some people wash out no I, well we, we, we did we did lose some people over the scope of of of, of that time period and, and i can't remember the, the various reasons why I, yeah. I was so focused on me trying to make it to the end and have mm. my my side set that i wasn't you know i wasn't paying attention to nobody else i right, was trying to right, do what i was yeah. doing and did, you uh, didn't see where they fell out sure yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i was worried about falling out so i just right. i wasn't worried about who else was falling out and why i just wanted to make sure i wasn't one of them so so you get done with rookie training. What's what's what comes after that? Get done with rookie school, and then you graduate from the fire academy. You get a little bump in pay, which is nice. Um, and then you go out to what we call vacation relief. And so, you know, again, depending on where we're at as a fire department with staffing and stuff at that point, for me, I did that for three years. And so, typically, if if you're regular at a station, mm-hmm. say station twelve, that's just up the road, you take off somebody's got to come fill your spot back to that four-man staffing okay so when you take off uh we, we swing to whatever spot we need to so right. they try to keep you there's seven battalions uh in the fire department that are kind of physically logistically strategically located throughout uh-huh. the city um and so they try to keep you within your battalion each one of those battalions has a battalion chief that kind of oversees that so the vacation block is a rotation that just kind of fits through the schedule of yes. the whole department yes because uh-huh. we've got about a thousand firefighters uh you know, not not all of them are are out in operations, mm-hmm. but it's it's probably two hundred fifty to three hundred a day to man the trucks. Yeah, uh, and then so depending on how many people take off for that particular shift is where these rookies uh, get sent to, to to take their spot. Yeah, and so I did that for three years, and they'll try to move you to different parts of town. Usually about every year. Question on that. Do they stagger it in stages? So, like, you've got guys that are physically in the stations, running the trucks, doing the things, and then you've got maybe some people that are kind of on, like, if we call, you got to come back in status, and then you've got the guys that are out of pocket. Yeah, so we've always got, I mean, if something was to happen, we've always got emergency call back yeah. and, and kind of being in this profession, you know, hey, I'm, I'm off today. But There's a very slim be. chance that yeah, I may be getting, and, and I don't want to jinx anything. I don't know if that's ever gotten to that point. Um, to where they've done some all calls. I know, you know, before I got here uh, on the job, like Mayfest, the hailstorm and everything. I've heard about that? Uh, yeah. But how wild? Yeah. But since I've been on, I don't, I don't remember ever. I mean, there's been times we've had to monitor our phones mm-hmm. and, and make sure we're, we're watching the news and things like yeah. that. But I, I, you know, in my position now, I'll get called back in, um, you know, for various events or, or things. That are That's a on. really wild story for our listeners that don't know. There was a Mayfest incident. Was that 20 years ago? It was before I got on, so okay. it was at least yeah. It was it was a couple of years I think before. You want to tell them what uh, happened? Well, I mean, I I, I wasn't there, so, <laughs> but, the, but the main premise of it was, you know, everybody's outside uh, enjoying enjoying Mayfest. Was it like here, the first or water. second year that they did that? I, I don't even know. It that. was early in the game, but yeah. yeah. So everybody's it's, out enjoying it, and you got 
people out in the middle of fields. Sure. Yeah, just park. out open. <laughs> yeah. And and here comes a storm and uh, starts dropping hail. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the little hail that you see that's you know damaging yeah. the roofs. And Baseball, I'm talking about. Softball. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. And so people were getting hurt. I mean, they had nowhere to go. They were trying to get cover. And yeah. so yeah, it was a it was a big deal. Uh, there was kind of, uh, either an officer or a firefighter that was uh, I think recognized because. There was nowhere for yeah. anybody to go, and there was there were cops and uh, firefighters out there up kids shielding the children yeah. with their bodies and getting beat to yeah. hell. Yeah, it was wild. Sure. So yeah, so that was one of them anyway. kind of one of the time <laughs> things in your in your career. Yeah, I was talking about a while ago is, is you still hear guys talking about that. Yeah, so. yeah. I I can't remember who told me that story, but I'm just. I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine being nah. in a situation like that. Or just somebody is, uh, you know, I've got my family out here. Sure. We're enjoying the day, and well, here comes a rogue hailstorm. And, yeah, and then mass chaos ensues, right? Because everybody, right. I mean, it kind of, everybody, especially mamas, you know, oh, mamas yeah. are with their babies. It's survival mode. So yeah. they're, I mean, everybody's just trying to get protection for their kids mm-hmm. uh, and, and for their loved ones. And it's kind of a me-before-you type thing in, yeah. in some instances. Yeah. And uh, so. Okay. Question number three. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sticking to the format. <laughs> Getting away from Mayfest. Covering the details specific to your position, scope of responsibilities. Um, so w- we've, we've talked a little bit about uh, you as an engineer and where you sit on the truck. Um, what does what, uh, your job entail as far as the public information officer? I'm still learning that out, right? So <laughs> a lot of the things that I thought I would be good at uh, just from a relationship standpoint, I'm realizing, okay, well, that's that's great, but... I'm not necessarily, my wife still laughs at me. She's like, I can't believe you got that position. We've been married for June June 3rd will be 23 years. We were high school sweethearts, and I've got an amazing life. Um, I, I, awesome. I can't complain about anything, but she she's like, I still can't understand you when you talk. How are you going to get out there and, and talk to these people and, and share these messages? I'm like, babe, I don't know. I just, I'm here now, so we're going to go with it. Um, but so... You know, I, I do respond in um, obviously on on the big events. Uh, if there's any kind of news media uh, or any kind of emergency messaging or anything like that that goes that needs to be put out, and I've got a great team. It's it's just not me in there. Uh, I've got a wonderful photographer uh, by the name of Glenn Elman, and I've got another uh, awesome. Uh, her, her name is Kristen O'Hare that kind of handles uh, a lot of the different things within that office and, and they've been a blessing for me coming off the truck kind of really not knowing what I was getting into to really mentor me and help me get and you know, line me out on what on what this position really is right. versus what kind of I thought it was going into it. What it looked like on paper. Sure. <laughs> sure. So yeah, it, it was funny because I was going through a list the other day of kind of just jotting some things down and I was like good grief you know that's that's a lot trying to manage everything uh, but yeah the, the big events I'll come into if you know if there's a, a fire fatality or if one of our guys get hurt or uh, you know different hazmat calls bomb you know anything having to do with that if it's if there's going to be news cameras there uh, you know and, I, and I've got three backups as well mm-hmm. um, so I'm fortunate on that to have be able to rotate with weekends and stuff like that so I can still make kids events and and yeah. things of that nature uh different public events you know i try to get out to um i mean i've got a i've got a list i can look at i don't want well, to tell just me, be like i'm reading reading so stuff off i was really lucky uh teresa davis from the fort worth library um reached out to me and asked me if i wanted to come to this um ceremony and i didn't know anything about it and when teresa asked you to jump you jump (laughs) and that's just how it is so i went and uh, i was blown away by what was going on out there and i was also a little floored that there wasn't uh more of a public presence out there but we talked about this on the side and um it's such an intimate event that it doesn't really warrant inviting the entire community out although it's not shut off to the well yeah anybody could walk up sure um uh what I'm going to butcher this. So why don't you explain to our, our friends here what uh, was going on that day? Yeah, so you were talking about the Fire Fire uh, Memorial uh, uh-huh. event. And so every year, you know, if we lose somebody in the line of duty, um, whether it be for some type of – they were on a call and a, and a house exploded or a house fell down or even something now that uh, cancer deaths uh-huh. are considered line of duty deaths sure. uh, and, and things like that. So, you know, every year we have this – we have this memorial and we invite all the families who have lost loved ones throughout the years uh, to come and participate and kind of just a remembrance of, of the, the 
people that they lost and, yeah. and things like that. So that was kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you showed up. And I was t- telling you, it was, you know, I got to meet you in person and, and kind of helped me decide to, to be here. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so they put that on. Um, and like I said, we don't do a whole lot of big advertising because it is kind of, you know, people people grieve and they, yeah. they go on with life in different ways. And we don't ever want it to be to where it's more of a PR event than right, it is right. actually what it's supposed to be about. And that's that. it all goes back to those families and just yeah. remembering who they were. And, and, and they'll put a, their, their name engraved on the wall. And so this last year, we, we, we add, unfortunately added another one uh, to that wall. It was Engineer David Green. Um, so he had family members and stuff that were out there and... Yeah, you, you hope you hope you're not ever adding names to the wall. Right. It's just like anything else. Unfortunately, that's part of part yeah. of what we do. Yeah. Um, and that that wall, um, which is pretty beautiful, by the way. Yeah, it is. It's cool. uh, they dumped a lot of money into that and really did a good job uh, putting that together. But that's located off of Seventh uh, Street, and I don't know that crossroad where the park is, but it's it's at the kind of a cross-section of two major streets there part yeah, of the trinity it's, it's just park. west of of the trinity um yeah. right on the other side of the bridge yeah yeah so um i was i was just not expecting that i don't know what i was expecting sure. but whenever i got there and i saw what was going on i was like oh wow yeah you know well it's funny even <laughs> you know it, it and i was kind of telling you how we've i've got a tie just being in that in that line of work but you go see these different events like that that are put on and even on things where you don't have the tie, you know. I mean, one of the, we went up to to the you know Oklahoma City bombing. Mm-hmm. They've got one, and, and just the impact that, that that has on a person that wasn't even there, didn't even know anybody there, and yeah. so that's probably what you experienced mm-hmm. on on your side. Yeah, uh, there were quite a few uh, aha moments. I don't know if that's the right way to put that, but um, specifically uh, talking about the health risk to our firefighters that are exposed to carcinogens whenever they're out there doing their work. That's just not something I ever thought of. And I, whenever, you know, I'm presented with this information, I'm thinking, well, of course, but you just don't think about that. Yeah. Well, and, and I wasn't thinking about that when I got on the job. Right. I mean, you're you're thinking about, you know, running into a burning house and you're not thinking about the long-term effects of all these exposures over the years. And and it could just be one exposure. Oh, sure. Uh, you know, one of the things I'm also involved in, um, is we've got a group here, uh, for specific that's called the Cowtown Cancer Coalition mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I sit on the board of, of, of that and uh, we, we kind of help families out and try to go do research and put awareness out there to, to our members um, and then I'm also a part of a, a national organization called the Firefighter Cancer Support Network uh, so I'm very involved in the cancer aspect of, yeah. of things just for like I said we we want to have a long healthy uh, retirement with, yeah. with, with our loved ones yeah. and uh, unfortunately in this line of work we, we not all of us get to have that. No. Uh, you know, you work all that time trying to do good for everybody, and we kind of even outside of that, we don't do a good job of taking care of ourselves mm-hmm. like we should. Yeah, um, most men, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's absolutely right, and uh, we we know better. It's just we're, I, I ain't got time. I'm busy. Yeah, I'll wear a mask and, next time. Yeah, and so we're really trying to bring awareness uh, to that aspect because of of the cancer reasons yeah. and, and and heart issues and mm-hmm. all this different stuff. You know, even when I got on, everything was fried. Uh-huh. You know, fried and gravy, and oh, man, yeah. I was loving life. That's why I look the way I do. I didn't look like this when I first got on. I'll you tell you, talking it's, about it's, salads in the nineties. Yeah, it's all that fire hall eating, and now you've got <laughs> the paleo or the no low carb, and all you know, all this different stuff. So, so watching the diets that have progressed in this in the short time that I've been in the service, from what we were to what we're eating now, and now it's just laughing at the guys like, what what, what are you cooking this week? Oh, great <laughs> grass from outside after we mowed. I gotta tell our listeners because not everybody watches the video. Craig is not like some fat slob guy he, he's he doesn't look like he just ran well, a marathon but he's not in that bad of shape i just had to defend you craig you've been talking a lot of crap no, about I yourself you, it's, it's, you know i still i still think of that time when i was coming on and I, man i had hair i i didn't have a lot of muscles but i was like you know okay I, you know now it's like okay yeah man uh, man if we can if everybody compares themselves to the way they looked when they're 20s they'll be depressed every day oh i know i just need to face the fact and admit i'm, I'm not a i'm not a not a young buck anymore yeah i know i hate it uh all right what's next in question excuse me question number four <laughs> what's next in your career do you anticipate moving into a new position well like i said i've i've been excited and to to, to be where i'm at right now mm-hmm. it, it's not any 
anywhere I thought I would be when right. I first started out. Uh, but it's, like I said, it's given me the opportunity to, to be at home a lot more with, with family and kind of see all their events. Uh, I've got a daughter who's a senior in school. I've okay. got a son who's a sophomore, and I've got one that's in eighth grade. They're all very active. And so you miss a lot of that stuff over the years, uh, you know, having to come in every third day. And it doesn't matter what shift you're on. If it's A, B, or C, we do a 24 uh, on 48 here. So right. I, going back to that when I was saying a third of our lives is, is spent here at the fire hall. Very it's, easy to track with yeah. that kind of schedule. <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 you talk to every wife, and it doesn't matter what shift her husband is or the same with, with the husbands of wives who are firefighters. Mm-hmm. It's always going to happen when you're on duty, you know, the, the, yeah. the school events and so it's just it's just part of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but now, yeah, do that, y'all keep that same one day on two days off all the way through the year? Like you could, yes, sir. you could track if you did the math, you could track it two years from now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They've actually got apps and stuff. That you can go up <laughs> no and kidding. Look, but um, so you don't have to do the yeah, counting. So like that's, I mean, you can just look. Yeah, very simple uh, graphic he's showing me here. Just a Monday's black, Tuesday's red, Wednesday's green. So he knows exactly. You could go to anywhere on your calendar and sure. see yeah, what and color see, that day okay, is. Okay, Christmas in 2027. Sorry, babe, I'm going to be working yeah. that day. You yeah. Know? So, and, and the good thing is, too, with the fire services, like I said, a lot of the, the older folks that have kids that have been raised, they'll they'll work those shifts for you. You can swap out. And oh, okay. They'll cover yeah. those shifts for you so you can be at home for mm-hmm. Santa and, and, and the little ones. Yeah. Uh, so it, when we go back to family, the people that have been through that and know how big of a deal that is, yeah. to be able to give that back to these younger folks that are starting out in their lives, it's, it's pretty right. cool. That is awesome. It's pretty cool. So y'all can move stuff around with the approval of your correct yeah command all that's got to be approved and, and everything like that but usually you know as long as it's not abused uh the chiefs they kind of run how they, they they want to and you know so pio for the foreseeable future man i i enjoy it it's, yeah. it's it's given me the opportunity like i said to be at home and like i said it's pretty cool it's it's funny all these years I, i've the, the 20 years that i've been on was outside of the three years that i was a vacation relief i've, mm-hmm. I've only been at two firehouses yeah one was on the east side of town, Station 22, off of Wilbarger Street. How long were you there? I was there for 12 years. And then Station 12 up here in the stockyards. Um, and I was there probably only three or four. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, my, my time kind of gets away from me. It's like you, I feel like I just graduated rookie school. <laughs> so when you go back and look, you're like, okay, it's, it's been a little bit. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the cool thing is, is I've, they've both been busy houses. Uh, I've, I would I've, imagine I've, stockyards I've, has yeah. got to be... Yeah, and I've I've worked with a lot of great people, so I'm not so great. You learn from both, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so this this is where I'm at. You know, there's a part of me that's like, man, I can see myself doing this to kind of finish out my career. And there's the other part of me that I got on this job to be a firefighter, mm-hmm. and man, I wanted to be back on that truck yesterday. Yeah, you know, no I mean, kidding. it's tough. You, you you miss the crews. Oh yeah. Um, the obviously the calls and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. yeah. We, just the drinking the coffee around the table where yeah. everybody's cooking and, and talking smack to each other and you know uh, that that part I don't get as much right now just because yeah. I'm in an office setting you don't get that adrenaline rush from yeah and that's tough man sitting around the break room and then oh here's the call yeah yes sir um, I had a really good joke that I wanted to start this episode off with that kind of would feed into a whole conversation about first responders but we had kind of set up and I'm not talking crap here. We <laughs> we had kind of set this up. We were going to have a PIO from the Fort Worth uh, Police Department. Correct. And he was going to be here, but he didn't make it. And I thought, well, this would be a good way to... Okay. So we got the fire department here because they always show up, right? They're the first ones to respond usually. They usually beat... It depends beat, on who you talk to. They usually beat the ambulance. <laughs> they usually beat the cops. And that's why Craig's here with us today. He beat Fort Worth uh, Police yeah, Department yeah, tell, here today. Tell, tell, tell PD. We, we, they, they can say whatever they want. We're here right now and they ain't. You know, but no, and that's a good, you know, that banner back and forth. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all good. People ask all the time, is it is it like it is on TV? It's like... Yeah, unfortunately, maybe, but yeah. It's, oh, the, the the back and forth. Yeah, the back. Yeah. And it's great. It's what makes us tick, right? Yeah. It, it's it, it's it's kind of a therapeutic thing for us to be mm-hmm. able to go back and laugh yeah. after some of the situations and things we're in, just to kind of be able to have somebody. It's like a little brother or sister you can go back and mess with, and mom yeah. and dad ain't looking. Kind of <laughs> do what you want. So it's 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 all good. Awesome. Yeah, I I was I really meant to open the episode that. Way, so. <laughs> While you were talking about the stockyards, I'm like, yeah, I bet they have to make a lot of calls for just whatever uh yeah it's 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 funny because you know with with all the 
with all the people, the tourists and stuff that come in, obviously the stockyards is, is kind of a hot place, and they want to come down there and see all the sights. And Walking around, get dehydrated, pass out. Yeah, all the all the drinking. Hit and, their head and on a like, curb. Yeah, so, so that's, you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're busy in, in different parts of the city for different reasons. Right. Um, but, yeah, I've been blessed to, to have a career where I've been in some really great places. So. Yeah. All right, question number five. What are some things your department does for the community that may not be very well known to the public? Yeah, and that's kind of you know we do some we do smoke detector drives. Um, th- there's a lot of things that we do that the story really never gets told, uh-huh. and and that really kind of comes back to each individual firehouse as far as you know somebody's house burned down right before Christmas, and then these crews will go and they'll put money together and they'll they'll make that Christmas for for that family yeah. with food gifts for the kids and all yeah. that kind of stuff, and it's 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 more of that individual firehouse. Uh-huh just good people getting together to do the right thing and do good things and so those those stories never really transpired for anybody to hear and and that's how we are we don't do a good job at we come to work and do what we do and go home and right um we don't like the the limelight and uh, me in this position i'm not this guy right (laughs) so it's like man you know everybody's going to be giving me a hard time and i'm not I don't like being in front of the camera, but, <laughs> but I, I, one of the things that really pushed me to, to come into this position was the fact that there's there's people are doing good things every day, yeah. and don't tell PDS said this, but the police is the same way, and so is uh, you know any kind of EMS service. I mean, right. We got in this position with with a servant's heart, and uh, that's what we want to go in do day, day in and day out, regardless if we're getting paid for it or not. I mean, typically you go talk to any family member that has somebody as a first responder in that family and they're the go-to person regardless if they're on duty or off uh and that's we enjoy being that person yeah Uh, but some of the best stories yeah you never hear about because they just kind of keep it within that little family each each individual family at a station is you know you've got the the shift family and so there's secrets and stuff that nobody will ever hear. <laughs> and then you've got the station, and, you know, we've got the shift change in the morning, and everybody's talking about their kids and their wives and husbands and what they did yesterday. And so that's really cool. And But then half of them go home because they're coming off shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, we call that your relief. You're, you're, I'm, right. If I'm coming in for my, for my shift today, I'm relieving you mm-hmm. for duty. You get home, take care of the family. I've got you here on the truck. You know, and yeah. so, but there's that the little changeover in the mornings uh, to where, oh, we, you know, we had a fire over here. And if y'all go, go back around that anytime in the future, watch out for that B side, watch out for that side of the house because it's not structurally sound. Right, and, right. You know, so just a little, that stuff gets passed along. Um, but those stories, there's people, and that's why, like I said, I, I wanted to come into this because those stories don't get told. And now that I'm here, I'm not getting told them stories because I'm outside of that little family, right? So I'm like, man, I, I had all this good stuff. Well, and now- we we, we want to have you back, but maybe we ought to also uh, talk to some individual departments. Yeah. No, some we, firehouses. We try to set that up. Uh, firehouses. I called them departments. Fire, firehouses. Well, fire departments, fire stations, fire halls. You know, yeah. fire hall is one of the, the terms we use. Because back in the day, it was, you know, and it's still a public building, but yeah. they, they, they'd come in and they'd have different functions there mm-hmm. at their at their local fire yeah so well um back to storytelling and how the good stuff doesn't really make it i remember yeah i think this was probably in the military and when i was working for the state but one of the things that would be a reoccurring uh you know either shift change or just a regular briefing you would talk about how you know be careful because the good stories you know 99 percent of your life can be doing all the right things no one's ever going to cover that the moment you mess up that, that's exactly that's right. going to hit the first the front page that, that, that is exactly right and that's what i was going to say talking to those fire stations you got to be careful some of the folks that, it's good stuff man it's like might tell you the truth yeah exactly yeah there's a lot of truth there's yeah. there's a lot of stuff that's not truth but when you sit down and talk there's a lot of truth and like i said that truth sometimes gets you in trouble yeah. uh just from the little shenanigans and stuff right right yeah nothing crazy Uh, just yeah some things you don't say on record right (laughs) Uh all right um this was i had this marked as optional let me read this from oh oh yeah you came here today to be on a podcast what did you think we would talk about and what else would your friends at the department want us to talk about yeah so like i said i was i was excited to do it but i was a little bit nervous coming (laughs) into this thing man uh like I said again, thanks for having me out, and I was I was glad to, absolutely. To, if, I'm I'm, I'm real big honor. on yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it's one of them. 
you, you want to do it, say you did, but you also want to do it because you know there's going to be more in a collegiate to different paths in mm-hmm. your life. And yeah. I feel like this, with especially for me and my, in my position, uh, this isn't going to be the first time uh, to do one of these with you. Uh, and if, if you will allow me to be back at some point in time. Absolutely. Uh, but also yeah. for, for other entities as well. And so it was, I was kind of nervous because, like I said, man, sometimes I'll get to talking. And, uh, yeah. Also, so, well, well I've, you know, I've been screening you. <laughs> in the back of my head, I've been screening you for this whole episode. And uh, we've we've done a really good job of like, keeping it on the straight and narrow. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Because uh, I can get off that path real quick, but uh, but anyway, yeah. So I, you know, I didn't know what you were going to ask, and, yeah. and and we we talked beforehand a little bit. I, yeah. I was kind of wanting some direction and kind of wanting you to kind of tell me what which route we were going to yeah. go. Uh, so I, I'm glad it was kind of. For, for me this is the most structured the show has ever been <laughs> we don't usually do it like this but i wanted to make sure you felt comfortable. yeah no and, and I, when we sit down with the police department we'll do the same thing probably the same set of questions sure mostly. sure yeah. yeah but no and i appreciate you but to, to open it up for future conversation like this was just to introduce the community our fort worth listeners to the uh the fire department and to craig so um we can absolutely anytime you or one of your uh, partners at the department want to come in and do an episode or I can come to you which would be really fun to do at okay. one of the firehouses yeah um, but also if you guys have like a quick PSA you got something that comes up in a morning meeting or something you're like you know what let me just pick up the phone call me sure you can either leave a voicemail or we can talk for a minute I'll okay. record it and I'll put it in that week's episode okay cool. so we don't have to commit to a sit down time and a full episode we can always just um i'd i'd be honored to help relay messages oh to, man that'd be, to the that'd be awesome forward, we're so. always looking for different ways to get uh messaging out and yeah. communications to, to people in different there's there's lots of different ways mm-hmm. uh and you've got to be able to hit them all because yeah. what works for for some generations and the newspapers and the telephone books it's yeah. the younger the younger people ain't doing that whoever's managing your social media is doing a great job by the way i see stuff uh not just with the uh fire department but with the pd and you guys are just always on top of it yeah. incredible photographer i've well. got a, i've got a great team yeah glenn glenn like i said is this all glenn that's yeah, most of that's all Glenn. Um, now, if you're not watching the video, you can't see this, but the Instagram, I believe, is just Fort Worth FD or Fort Worth Fire Department. It's easy to find. Amazing photography. Yeah, he does. He does an awesome job. He's he sleeps with a special speaker underneath his pillow, so it doesn't wake his wife up at night, and he listens to the the radio traffic. That's why twenty four seven. And he's wild. been he's been doing that since he's been chasing fire trucks. He told me since he was about nine years old. Now, is he with the department? On a bike? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, so so he he does all the the shots and things that you see on, on our social media pages, but or, or most of them. I mean, there, we we've got some other people that send some stuff in and stuff as well. But uh, he is kind of the 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 professional to go to when it comes to that aspect. And like I said, Kristen O'Hare does a good job about. That's not you, there, uh, is it? That's your twin, if it's not. On, on the bottom middle yeah yeah that's that's me <laughs> is that you that is me okay um, so yeah that was right after this TCU. Uh, TCU event we held for the parade for just to see them off. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, they've they've got all the idea. Like I said, I'm just I'm just fortunate enough to to be in a spot to where yeah, uh, I've, all the all the good people that I've got on the team do the, do the hard work, and I kind of get frame to that one. That's you. a real tough yeah. look. You look like a mean ombre. Well, we were there. we were sitting there buffling underneath our breath, trying to say we smiling for this one. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not smiling. Yeah, you I'm smiling? We're too tough. We're supposed to be tough. <laughs> so he was laughing because even the back and forth, he was talking about the SWAT truck and uh, all that stuff, and our Quint uh, that Quint's particular to TCU. So it's got a purple stripe versus a blue. You can't see it in the picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I imagine. Uh, there's going to be some of your brothers and sisters from the department listening to this. You got any messages for them? Just, I know y'all are going to send it to me. <laughs> I get pictures and texts now kind of stuff every time that, that I'm on the news or anything like that. And yeah, go ahead and make fun. I'm just telling you, what you got? What you got? I, I, I can't get you back today, but I'm, I'll get you back. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he gave you permission. So now you got no, uh, they, they've all got your cell phone number. It, it doesn't matter if I give them permission or not. They're going to do it. So if I go into it like that, it kind of takes some of the heat off. Yeah. But yeah, they, they all got myself. Any PSAs to our uh, local Fort Worth residents? Man, right now, I think, uh, you know, we're kind of co- coming into storm season or, or we're kind of in, the, in it now, right? Yeah. Um, you know, just, just always have a plan with your family, I, regardless of what season it is, if it's wildfire season or, uh, 
you know, flood season or whatever. And that was yeah. kind of one of the things that was unique last year, not too long after I came in, is we literally went from drought um, into this record-breaking wildfire thing that we had here in Fort Worth. And, yeah. like, literally on our call sheet, I think it was a grass fire, and then it went straight into high-water rescue. Um, <laughs> so just here in Texas, everybody who's been here long enough knows knows what the drill is. So just be aware of, of that mother nature Mm -hmm. um and have a plan always have a plan with your family um you know there's there's different things if y'all want to reach out that we can get more in the weeds on on some specific trainings and things like that. well and i thought we would uh probably bring you guys in or at least have a phone conversation around fourth of july and approaching the holidays because you know of course those are um as, as far as fire awareness is concerned those are community dates that seem to spark some oh, incidents yeah pun sure. intended all right brother well that's all i've got for you today where can people find information on the fort worth fire department well so you can go to uh fort worth fire see i've got that's I've got okay so many different things we've got it in the, we'll put it in the I'll show leave, notes okay so we'll have the uh website uh on the the show notes that you guys can check out if you want to go to instagram and see some of this incredible photography by glenn what was his last name glenn elman glenn elman i'm not kidding y'all y'all need to see this they're really badass you can just go to instagram and type in fort worth fire department it'll pop right up check them out like the page he he he, uh we we always kind of watch that kind of stuff going on and we're it was funny the other night some of the stuff we're trying to get to a thousand so we're texting the kids you know (laughs) hey go like this go like this (laughs) no it's 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 good stuff and i'm i'm hope that you know it it brings an educational component to it uh to to hopefully you know help out families moving forward yeah well if y'all can uh put this uh the link for this show in in one of your platforms oh. we, we'd be honored but I, I see a lot of uh advantage for maybe recruiting in sure. this because we talked a lot about that yes but however you can plug us in we're happy to help okay cool and man. you are you said it like three times we're gonna get you back on the show right <laughs> uh, man I, i'm like i said this is cool this <laughs> this is more I, this beats being behind a computer checking emails any day of the week and we can come to you this is all mobile <laughs> that breaks down this comes in okay. a box so cool. yeah we'll, all we'll right make it happen. thank you so much hey, thank you forward through thank y'all for listening and we will see you next week all right be safe Craig, man, thank you so much for being on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Uh, y'all didn't see the video if you haven't checked out the Fort Worth Roots uh, social media pages, but uh, Craig brought a bunch of goodies for us. He had a bag of stuff uh, to include a Fort Worth Fire Department journal. This really clean-looking journal with a pin holder. It came with a Fort Worth Fire Department pin. I got a little Fort Worth Fire Department uh, keychain like badge looking thing makes me super official i think anyway just all sorts of cool stuff so craig thank you fort worth fire department thank you so much and uh, i mean it when i say we're here to help in any way we can if you guys need to put out a public service announcement or if you can think of any way that we can help here at the fort worth roots podcast we're we're here for it so let me know our email of course is media at fortworthroots.com and uh to the fort worth police department we're gonna be sending you some emails hey we got these other first responders here. Uh, don't let them beat you. Don't let them do it. I'm going to talk to you guys too. And it would probably go a lot like this. Uh, we want to be as involved with Fort Worth as we possibly can. And this was a big step for us because it gave us a chance to showcase uh, to the other departments, the other uh, legs of our community, um, what that looks like. Whenever you get somebody in here that, you know, they got to be careful what they say because they represent a very in- important part of our city. Um, so, you know, not like every other episode we've done here, uh, a little bit more buttoned up, but still fun, still informative. I thought, hope you guys enjoyed it too, but, uh, we want to get as connected as we can to our city. That's what Fort Worth Roots podcast is all about here. So, uh, hit us up media at fortworthroots.com. Craig, thank you again, man. I hope everybody, uh, is having fun with that. And to all of our, uh, Fort Worth fire department, uh, people. I don't care which firehouse you're at. We appreciate you, and thank you so much for what you do. Uh, Looking forward to getting to know a few of you a little better and maybe sitting down and talking to you and seeing what what all goes into that job. It's a lot, and we just covered a very brief portion of it today. And I hope you all enjoyed hearing from your buddy Craig. So, 
All right. Uh, as far as events, we do have some stuff in the works. And as soon as I know, you'll know. But I'm ironing out dates and names and places and all that good stuff. So straight into the sponsors. Did I do that at the beginning of the episode? Yeah. Who did we talk about? We talked about Pouring Glory. The place is awesome. Uh, my buddy up there, Scott, he's the owner. And uh, he's just waiting for you to pop in. If you haven't been there yet, you are missing out. And if you've been there recently, you are probably already planning your next trip. It's a very chill vibe. Lots of good people there. Uh, every Sunday, they've got the dog park thing from 11 to 4. They shut the gate, and uh, the entire patio is off-the-leash fun for the doggos. A great way to get your fur babies out to socialize with other pets and uh, just enjoy the sunshine and good weather on a Sunday. So come check that out. And while you're there uh, entertaining your fur baby, they've got award-winning burgers and a lot of other great food it's not just that they've got uh, phenomenal uh, tacos and uh, other great eats and the menu is always changing up so you can check them out on uh, the instagrams or the facebook uh, pouring glory on both and see what their current lineup is they're pretty good about keeping that up to date so good stuff all right who else my homie's over there at mcfly's this place has just Nonstop been doing activities every weekend every week they've got something else going on they've got a, uh, a singer songwriter thing with tommy luke that they do up there um and just a couple weekends ago we had a uh, crawfish broil and the lady that played marty mcfly's girlfriend from back to the future was up there signing autographs and hanging out and she's just a super nice lady uh, her name's claudia wells and uh hopefully she'll be back soon we're kind of hoping we can do it and do a little Fort Worth Roots podcast episode with her. I know, I know she's not from Fort Worth, but still be cool, I think. Yeah. Woodpostmetalworks.com. Go there for. Now let me start over. Woodpostmetalworks.com. They specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fencing gate repair, or installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and you guessed it, more. You can use offer code PODCAST817 at checkout, and you'll get 10% off. Some really good stuff in there. Uh, if what I just read off to you doesn't make sense, uh, just know that there are great custom gift ideas, like big, heavy, very awesome stuff. They don't have to be heavy, but if you want something serious, they can do that. They've been putting up a lot of signs for businesses around the Fort Worth area. Uh, that's something else that they do a lot, but uh, they also have a lot of cool stuff. Home decor. Uh, custom grills. I used to talk a lot about that. I guess I haven't said anything in a while, but they have these uh, collapsible mobile fire pits with the little uh, rack on top for like cooking food. And you just pull the pins, it lays out flat. You can store it in your vehicle, your Jeep, your truck, whatever, your minivan. And when you get where you're going, you can pull it out and slap it all together, put the pins back in, and bam, you got a badass custom fire pit um, that you can even cook on if you want. And uh, if you don't like the way it looks online, guess what? Tell them. Tell them what you'd like on it instead, and they can make that for you. Easy peasy. All right. Hulk Walker Originals. You can go to HulkWalker.com. They offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts. Also, laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of. Uh, they did the tumblers, the big old mugs that we got uh, at our last event. Flawlessly uh, put our logo on these cups and uh, made it 100% all about Fort Worth Roots. It was really cool, and it took her almost no time to do it. Very excellent stuff. So go check that out. That's really good for if you're wanting swag for your business, you want some custom stuff for a party you got coming up, an anniversary, a 40th birthday party, whatever. They got you covered. Hawk Walker Originals, that's HawkWalker.com. Roofing Solutions by Darren Hawk. RoofingSolutionsHawk.com. You can get them at 817-882-6520. And uh, just by mentioning that you heard about Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck on the Fort Worth Roots podcast, you get, uh, what is it? Oh, is it 10? No, 20? No, no, that's not right. 30? 40? You get 50% off on a roofing tune-up. This is something that you need to have done uh, to your roof periodically to make sure that the sealants around your pipe jacks and vent hoods and things like that uh, hasn't deteriorated and uh, is now a point of entry for moisture in your roof. Uh, so get them on your roof. Let them check that out. Uh, like I said, 50% off uh, just by being a Fort Worth Roots podcast 
listener, and this is an awesome, also a great time for them to get up there and just survey to make sure there's nothing uh, major, like severe hell damage or uh, whatever your imagination can come up with. But they'll take a look. And uh, Darren is not just a roofer that sponsors this show. Him and his family have been trusted by the River Oaks and Greater Fort Worth area for a very, very long time. His father was a roofer with a greater reputation, and Darren is a roofer with a very great reputation. They have a brick-and-mortar location here in River Oaks, Texas, and uh, they've just they've got nothing but great reviews. So don't take a podcaster's word for it. Go check that out yourself. The name is Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can look them up on all the things that give you ratings, and you'll see that uh, that I'm not fibbing to you. They're very well trusted by our community. Uh, check them out yourself at roofingsolutionshauk.com. And again, that phone number is 817-882-6520. All right, who are we forgetting? Body Machine Fitness. I've been going there. I've been trying to make it twice a week. Um, now, I do have another gym that I go to. But what I find is that whenever I go to the gym by myself, uh, the motivation's not quite there, and uh, there's a lot of confusion. It starts with, what am I doing today? Uh, did I do that yesterday? Uh, <laughs> is that machine going to be free anytime in the next 10 minutes? You know, uh, Well, there's somebody over there. I don't want to get in their way, so maybe I just won't do that today. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a very emotional uh, issue, You know, going to these big box gyms. Um, but whenever I go to Body Machine Fitness... All the thinking, all the hassle, it's been taken care of for. I have a, uh, I have an assigned spot inside this group class led by just incredible trainers. Um, these people are, uh, call themselves inter-trainers, right, or something like that. Uh, they're not just training you. They're on top of it. They're, they're trying to motivate you to push through uh, those morning blues or the, the work week uh, bad vibes or whatever it is. Whenever you leave there, you're going to feel great. They've got an incredible group sauna in the middle of the facility. They also have saunas, infrared saunas, inside the uh, male and female bathrooms individually. Uh, so you can warm up and kind of stretch out before the class if you want to and uh just it's kind of a community vibe like everybody there is uh just real friendly easy to talk to and uh all all of them are there to support you in your little physical journey whatever that might be but at any rate if you look this place up you're going to see some people that are just at the top of their game um and then there's me (laughs) uh but it's okay it's all right. There's people of every age, every demographic, every body type going to this gym. And I do not look like one of these uh, badass people on the front of their, uh, you know, front page of their website. Uh, but I think that if I keep it up, I, I might get there. Uh, the workouts are solid. And I have not yet seen the same uh, class twice yet. So that's pretty cool. Um, I think there's a lot to it. I know for a fact that every time I leave there, I'm in a way better mood. And uh, there's there's even more to that. And we discussed this in an interview that we did with the owner uh, on the podcast not too long ago, where he goes into the science behind what they're doing in there. But it's not just a fitness club. It it looks more like uh, like a rave or a dance club. They've got these LED lights that are hanging down from the ceilings uh, that are uh, uh, what, what's the word they're they're uh, they move with the program uh that you're following whenever you're in there doing a workout and i'm doing a bad job of describing this but if you will go to the fort worth roots uh catalog on whatever you listen to podcasts on you can look up the episode that i did with jeremy and if you'll give me just a second my internet's super slow right now and i'm trying to pull it up for you i want to say it's 86 it is episode, come on phone, there we go, it's actually episode 77, it's uh, it's titled A New Addiction, and Jeremy goes into great detail uh, talking about what all goes into this thing, but I'm telling you, it's not just a workout place, it's something very uh, new age and fun. I was trying to see if I could find a cool little excerpt here out of my thing. They did win 2021 Dallas Morning News People's Choice Awards, uh, which is cool. Best Fitness Center and Best Workout Center. So they won twice. That's pretty cool. 
we talk about the science and research involved with BMF and how this crew of hard chargers constantly outperform, outperform themselves. There's some science that goes into the, uh, the type of music that they use in conjunction with the light system that they use. They're trying to hijack certain parts of your uh, psychology to make sure that you don't just get a really powerful workout, but that whenever you leave there, um, you're feeling on top of the world. And for me, it works really good. Your first class is paid for. You can go to bodymachinefitness.com and uh, give them a look. And you can register for that uh, class that's already been paid for um, and take uh, take a look at their schedule. Select the one that works best for you. Sometimes these schedules do move around a little bit, but I mean, I've gone in at, uh, I want to say I went in at 6 a.m. one morning and I've been as, in as late as 6 p.m. for these classes. So, And they do move around a little bit. Don't get me lying to you, but check out their schedule. And then uh, if you want, you can uh, you can come hang out with me. Let me know. Media at FortWorthRoots.com or leave me a message telling me you want to schedule one of those classes alongside me. I'll go with you. 817-988-1292. That's also the Fort Worth Roots uh, voicemail line. So anyway, all sorts of good stuff. Okay, that is all of our sponsors. I will get some more details for some events that are coming up. And next week's episode is going to be chopped up. I don't know how many. Uh, I'm going to try to break it up into one-hour increments so that they're not crazy long. I'm not even sure how many recordings we got from this, but it's going to be the coverage of the Psychedelic Panther. We had lots of really awesome people. Some of them were fellow podcasters. We had some musicians sit down with us. Uh, some of the artistic vendors that were at the Psychedelic Panther. And uh, we just... we. We did a lot of recording. So anyway, I need to crack into that and see what we got going. But uh, you're probably going to get two, three, four, something like that episodes next week. It's the only way I can think to do it. I did it last year. We was at the, I think it was just one big, long episode. And it was just too long. So anyway, you're not going to have to wait for the whole thing. But you will have the option to pick and choose which parts of the Psychedelic Panther uh, you want to listen to. So, And then shout out to Tim over at the Funky Panther uh, the Funky Panther podcast is another uh, incredible Fort Worth podcast uh, doing great things. And you can find them on all streaming services. Again, that's the Funky Panther. Mr. Tim sat down with me. He's one of the hosts of the Funky Panther. It's a three-part team. Um, and we did a little recording today on this Sunday. And then uh, just after that, I ran across town and thought I was running late. Turns out I was over an hour early uh, to the TF. Uh, thanks for the invite. Yeah, TFTI uh, podcast. Thanks for the invite. Uh, also on all streaming services. It's not out yet. Uh, I don't know when they release, but anyway, got to have a really good conversation with them. So another busy weekend in the books, but a fun one. And uh, hope you had a great weekend too. That is enough talking out of me. Holy shit. 15 minutes. Okay. All right. I love you. Have a wonderful week and I will see you when do we do this? Next Monday.